0: We all have our own path to walk. It may be obstructed, it may be winding, and no doubt it will have peaks and valleys, but it is ours alone. Like onlookers at a marathon, friends and family can offer encouragement along the way, but ultimately we decide the trajectory that we take. In this series, Juliet Doris Williams offers a clear view from her path that may inform your decisions as you move toward finding your faith. One part spirituality, one part real-world practicality, and a serious splash of fun. Here's Juliet. Hi, I'm Juliet, and welcome to Finding Faith. Among other things, I am the author of Leaving Church, Finding Faith, and I am here in this space chatting with you about the book and other things that may bubble up when we are talking about faith and life and how those two things intersect, because if you are at all like me, they always intersect. So last episode, I was thinking on this question that someone asked me, is community necessary? And I talked about a few instances where community is good, helpful, and therapeutic. I talked about recovery groups, for example, and self-help groups that exist on many different levels and for just a myriad of issues these communities that come into existence generally by people wanting and needing the support of others to help them with their own struggles, struggles like alcohol and drug abuse, struggles like gambling addiction, sex addiction, overeating. There are parents groups. There are, um, gosh, uh, groups for abuse victims. Um, that arise out of a need for people who have had these painful life experiences to connect with other people who have had those same experiences. Um, and victims, I, I know for sure, the victims don't um, enjoy referencing themselves as victims, but they also know that the journey from victim to survivor is not without a great deal of healing work, which comes often comes with the support of others and with the support of a community who have been through, walked through that same experience and come out the other side. There are communities that arise to support people coming out of Uh, Just a wide range of challenges and situations and they have a single goal, helping and supporting each other as they make a change in direction for their lives. We actually may be starting a community here if you're a regular listener, the community of people of faith living faithful lives, loving God, the God of your understanding, the God of my understanding, loving our neighbor, but outside of the traditional walls of whatever faith tradition we each come from. So I've mentioned some of the ways in which community can be good, but like all things in life, community can also be not great, not helpful not good and before i get into the the not great not good part know that we humans are hardwired for community there is you've you've heard it said there is a biological imperative for we humans to connect with other humans one could even say that connecting with others helps us to be better humans, helps us to human better, if you will. Conversely though, community can encourage us to act in ways that are harmful and destructive. There are too many communities where love of God is activated in ways that does harm to other humans. We don't need to look very far for examples of this the history of my own country, the United States, and other countries. We each have these histories where communities, communities of faith especially, have declared a love of God and, and, and did heinous things in the name of that God. For we who call ourselves Christians, our holy book is full of sad and violent images and events that were chronicled as being obedient to God's direction. And this, too, is where community can be dark and deadly. I mentioned we who call ourselves Christians. I actually prefer the term Jesus followers. Um, But I suspect that if you are walking the road of leaving church or are considering taking that journey already, one or two things may have happened to get you to this place, that place. You may have become disillusioned with the pat answers and the glossing over of those troubling passages in our holy book. You may have become disillusioned with the group think that can happen in community. Group norming will have us going along to get along where our relationships and membership in the community hinges upon us conforming to these unspoken community rules. There's a whole school of science built up around how we conform to Unspoken and sometimes spoken community rules for the sake of staying in community, for the sake of belonging. If you've tuned into past episodes, you will already know that my church membership resume is, well, not short. I could easily fill up a two page standard resume that spoke to my church experience, and it would have to be uh, greatly abbreviated to get it to fit. So I've been around church, still recovering, hashtag churchy girl. I can remember a number of times when I asked what seemed to me to be a relevant question, one of the many whys, air quote, around why that I was considering, generally having to do with if the Bible says this, But the church does that. Why do we do that? And of course, the more I paid attention to what was written about Jesus, the more wise I had. Yet, for the longest time, and through many a church experience, I went along. I managed to maneuver around. I gave people a pass. I loved God and loved people because that was the greater good. I did that for a lot of years until loving God and loving people meant that I couldn't stay where I was, that I had to love God and love people in a bigger, more expansive way. I also had to remember the other part of that direction, which was to love people, my neighbors, as I loved myself. And shining the love beam on myself was pretty radical. But also radical was to realize that I needed to love in a way that was not limited to the box of that community or this community or another community that had a different label but the same expectation and the same community norms. I reached a point where I could no longer gear up for membership in those spaces and still love myself. Like I said, community can be good. And sometimes community can be not so good. Healing communities, therapeutic healing communities are generally considered to be on the good side of things. And community can be not great if belonging in it requires you to conform in ways that are unloving, judgmental, divisive. If conforming separates you from yourself Rather than supporting you in living into what is uniquely and truly you, our holy book says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, yet, many of us become stepford Christians in order to maintain connection in community. We fail to challenge ourselves to see community in a way that is different from what we are experiencing in our own unique community space. Right now, I'm thinking about women in the church. Some church communities do not permit women to preach, teach, or have leadership roles. Some church communities do not allow members of the LGBTQ plus community to be in leadership roles. Some church communities have group rules surrounding marriage and divorce and and how these life experiences fit into the mix of the church. Some church communities have unspoken norming and forming around issues having to do with race. Some church communities consider fighting for social justice to be a thing to teach and preach against. I've had some good and not great church experiences, And I've had many opportunities to overlook and set aside things that troubled me. And yet, my final answer to the question, is community necessary? I'm going to say unequivocally and unapologetically that community is necessary. Why? Because we need community. We need our community. We need a community where we are loved affirmed just the way we are we need community that we trust to love us through when bad stuff happens we when life takes a turn we need community to challenge us when our thinking needs challenged and in these days and times a lot of our assumptions need to be challenged I should say that community needs to be safe for those challenges to happen and that may be the missing ingredient communities have to be safe recently i found myself in a political discussion with a friend of a friend now normally i would say don't ever do that but our common friend our mutual friend was someone that i had deep love and deep respect for and i was surprised shocked even to read this post by this friend of my friend and so i i asked the question not necessarily to, not necessarily to challenge but in genuine interest in how he had arrived at the conclusion of the thing that he posted about and That thing that he posted about isn't important here. What is important in this space and to the point I am making, how he arrived at his conclusion. And while I vehemently disagreed with his conclusion, I could not argue with how he reached it. His experience, his own outreach to the people around him, people with different life experiences than him, led him to that conclusion. And of course, his collusion his conclusion from my perspective was flawed based on my experience, education, and outreach, and I could only take his word that he had done his own evaluation of his position just as he said. My point about all of this is that community human connection can be what Stephen Covey references as iron sharpening iron. And when we connect with each other in a genuine, unmasked, curious, and open-hearted way, it is my belief that we can elevate each other, that we can deepen our understanding, we can we can love each other in a radical, unconditional way. Now, I... Wasn't about to have an iron sharpens iron experience with the friend of my friend. There's a level of intimacy and trust that needed to be built, needed to be earned first. But we are still connected, so there's hope for more dialogue. And this is what happens in healing community that we connect in ways that are genuine, curious, open hearted, and non judgmental. For it is only in that space where true community lives. My wish for all of us is that we find true community. And maybe, just maybe, you and I are called to be one. For in my holy book, it says, where two or more are gathered. That's all for now. Catch you next time. This is Finding Faith.